Good morning, everybody. I just uh, just love being here with you guys and looking forward to the word today that the Lord gave me. And I just uh, um, something that the Lord has laid on my heart. And I, I've been burnt with it for about a month now and uh, can't let go of it. And uh, so I know that the Lord was telling me to speak it. I had another message that I had started, so I scrapped that one and uh, would being obedient to what the Holy Spirit was laying on my heart. So we'll just see how it goes. What I want to talk to you today about is truth. A few month, about a month back, we had in prayer meeting one night, we, the Lord just laid a bombshell on us about truth that night. And, and it, was, it was a marvelous night that we had in uh, um, prayer meeting in Evansville that night. And... Um, I haven't been able to let go of it, and I just wanted to uh, talk about it a little bit. So, Father, Lord, we love you. We praise you, God. God, we thank you, God, for your word, God. God, and I just hope that, that somebody somewhere gets a blessing out of this word that you give me, Father, Lord. And uh, if it's only one, Father, Lord, but it'd be better, Lord, if all was touched, Lord. And uh, I just praise you, God, for your truth. I thank you for who you are, God, and I just... Just praise you, Lord, every day. All right. Truth or lie. It seems like people don't know what the difference is anymore. Sometimes truth hurts. Sometimes truth heals. Truth can change your life for the better or destroy your life. Truth can set you free. It's powerful. There are so many um, versions of truth. When I opened up and started studying in it, I was absolutely overwhelmed with the articles and the discussion and the way that people think of truth. So many different ways. It's so so wide from one extreme to another. Uh, it even had uh, philosophers from way back that, that had posted on it and their thoughts on truth, which was... Uh, not quite what we would think about truth, but you, you think of uh, the number one and the number 10 million at the difference in that. But there was different versions of truth all the way through there that was so broad and so expanse. It was kind of mind-blowing to try to, to do it and, and get information that I wanted to share. Um, there was, I uh, uh, wrote down, there was... Uh, major theories, formal theories, folk beliefs. Like I said, and the list just goes on and on and on and on and on in truth. So it's, uh, um, I'm going to start with some scripture. We know that we're supposed to be truthful, so I just want to start out with what the Lord says about lying. Proverbs 12, 22, the Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in the people who are trustworthy. So if the Lord detests lying lips, you know what he thinks about liars, about not telling the truth. It has gotten so easy in this country. Some people, they don't know that they're lying anymore. They have lied all their lives, and they don't really know the difference in life and truth. Some people tell so many lies that they actually start, they tell them on purpose, they start believing the lies that as truth. I mean, it's just 
it's just unbelievable to me the way that we can, as a nation, can, can see truth and, and give it our own definition to fit what we need the truth to fit for that moment, for that day, for that discussion, for that thing we're into. It's, uh, it just blows my mind. And Colossians 3, nine says, Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its, with its practices. See, when we get saved, we're a new creature, we're a new creation. God has changed us, and that's one thing that we should put off is lying. We need to learn if you was a liar, if you lied at all. I mean, we all still tell a fib every now and then. It's, it's human nature. None of us is perfect when it comes to that. But um, God says, put on the new man. When new man, we, we try to put off things that we did when we was living in sin and not living for God. We um, try to put away things that was simpler in our life. The Holy Spirit will will come in and speak to you on those things. When you start to do them again, you go out and you turn it over to something that's dirty on the TV, and, and more than likely there's going to be a little nudge in your spirit that says, you shouldn't do this anymore. And then the first time that you tell a lie on purpose, it should be, a little something in your spirit says, wait, I shouldn't be doing that anymore. That's what the Holy Spirit does to us. And one of the things that, that he wants to change in our life is, is lying. He wants us to be truthful. We have to be a truthful people. Ephesians 4.25. Therefore, each of you put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are uh, members of one body. Okay, I wrote this down. Lying to each other disrupts unity by creating conflicts and destroying trust. It tears down trust. It tears down relationships, and it could lead to open wars in church. That has happened more than once where, where churches have been destroyed because of lies and rumors in a church. There's no place for it in a church. There's no place in, it in our lives, especially when we go into the body of Christ and share with other believers and we lie about something to cover our own sin or to cover somebody else's sin or we're, we're against somebody and churches have made us mad. So we start these little white lies and little rumors about them to make us look good or to try to get them to leave the church. People do that in churches. I don't see that in this church. I don't think it's ever went on. I, I I don't think so, because like Jason said, we're kind of a different church. We're a loving church, and we're a family church. And But if I just want to just warn you, don't let yourself get caught up into a trap somewhere now or somewhere in the future in this ministry where you think that you need to tell a lie. We never need to tell a lie. Truth reigns supreme over lies. Lies is of the enemy. Truth is of Christ, is of God. Zechariah eight sixteen and 17. There are things you are to do. Speak truth to one another and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against anyone. That's what I just said. And do not love to swear falsely. I hate all of this, declares the Lord. The Lord hates liars. Right here in this example of in Zechariah 8 16 and 17 it's uh, where God is going in and telling Judah that they will be blessed he's going to bless them as a nation and then he starts telling them what he's going to do to them 
you know, do for them, how he's going to lift up their nation and rebuild their nation and everything. But then in the middle of it, he goes to this. I'm going to read it again. Speak things that are you. These are the things you are to do. Speak the truth to one another and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against each other and do not love to swear falsely. I hate all of this, declares the Lord. Why do you think put that in the middle of the things of the blessings that he was going to do to them? Because they could tear it all apart. If they speak falsely to one another and they turn on one another with, with lies. And it can tear, like I said, it can tear a church down. It can tear, it can tear a lot of things down. It can tear relationships down at home between a husband and a wife. But one of them starts doing something and they start lying to the other one. And then the other one finds out. A lot of times, most of the times, it leads to divorce. And God doesn't want that in our Christian marriages. He wants us to be honest and truthful with one another. He wants us to stay together. He wants us to love one another and be Christ-like in our Christian marriage. And then Ephesians 6.14. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. I looked this up and it was pretty neat. Uh, The belt of truth, we know, was in the... um, full armor of God that we put on and it's um it's to hold the soldiers the warriors scabbard which is the thing that the sword goes down into and it's got strips of leather hanging on it to protect the lower body of the soldier and it held other things it held ropes and uh, other things that was used to do battle in those days and one thing I read is interested in me is if you put if they put it on crooked or it wasn't set just right, it was a disadvantage to them in a battlefield because of the balance is what I'm is what I'm thinking. It didn't specify. So it's telling me that we need to wear the belt of truth spiritually in our lives. You see, uh, we don't want to wear it crookedly. We want to be straight, the belt of truth to line up with the word of God. Because the word of God is truth. God is truth. Every single word in the Bible from Genesis through Revelation is the truth. There's no fairy tales in there. There's no story makers in there. There's nothing in there that's uh, um, meant to deceive you. The Bible is not about that. The Bible is about speaking truth to you and speaking truths into our life and uh, uh, to help us grow strong as Christians and help us in our fellowship and help us to grow in the Lord to become closer to Him and, and closer to um, a personal relationship they want with Him. We want that, but if we're, if we're doing these things, it's hard for us to get close to God because we need to uh, do our best to keep sin out of our life. We need to do our best. You see, that the, uh, everything that the soldier had on, it was for his protection. He had to have a sword for protection. He had to protect the lower part of his bodies from, from uh, getting cut in two with a sword or other weapons and everything. And just like the belt of truth spiritually, it's our protection. The spirit of truth protects us because God is the spirit of truth. We have him to turn to. We have him to help us. We have his word to, to keep us in line and to protect us from the uh, wiles of the enemy because the enemy will try to attack us in our life. He try to attack us in any way, anything that he can conceive that he thinks will 
hurt you or disrupt your Christianity or try to even get you to walk away from God or do anything that you're not supposed to do. He'll do it to help break, uh, break down a church. But w- we have the word of truth in God in, this, in the Holy Bible that he's given us to check these things. The, the, the devil, enemy would say, well, you don't have to um, um, live perfectly as a Christian. You can still go out and go to your bars and, and do the things that you want to do. But the word of God says, do not be a drunkard. In the beginning was uh, the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And the word uh, dwelt, among, dwelt among us and, and and he did that for a reason to be with us, to help us. See, he, spent the Holy, he sent the Holy Spirit to help us, to teach us about truth in our life. Because he went away to uh, heaven, we have the Holy Spirit to kind of be that checkpoint when it comes to things in our life. And um, so we just got to remember that. And, you know, um, this is kind of a truther dare not truth or dare whether that's that's a real thing in life too i think it might have been a tv show back then called truth or dare but but truth in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth that's truth you got atheists and people out there who doesn't believe that word but the bible says it's the truth if it's in the bible it's the truth people say that there was not a, a flood of, of 40 rain, rain 40 days and 40 nights that, that all the dinosaurs and everything become stink, extinct for different reasons for a, a, a meteor that hit the planet or, or a different things and they're finding out what they're finding out. They're finding the truth, but they don't understand what they're finding is the truth. Uh, I'll have to go into detail to explain that a little bit, but um, they're, they're finding dinosaur bones and, and different things and different and they're trying to figure out why they was all in spot, and why would us all the sediment here and this? Well, it looks like it should have happened this way. This bone should have been over there. But, but what they're finding in several different instances is that there was a flood, like the Bible said. But they don't see it. They don't even want to think about that. And you think about, I'm not going to fall down. And you think about, um, you think about Jesus being born of a virgin. People said Jesus wasn't born of a virgin. He was just a regular man. But the Bible said Jesus was born of a virgin. So that's, once again, that's the truth. We can prove anything. Is the, only, the only standard is in God's word when it comes to me to find out what truth is. There was, I don't know how many definitions of truth that I told you about in the Bible. But if we would all just go to God's word to find out what truth is about a subject. Just about every subject that you could think about that you want to talk about, discuss, or anything is in the Bible. There's examples all through the Bible of anything we can think of. You're going to find the truth about the situation in the Word of God. Instead of listening to some philosopher or some uh, a guy on the Internet or something that really that's trying to teach things and we don't know what he's teaching and, and he tells things that doesn't really click in your spirit, check it in the truth. God is truth. John 1.1 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. John 1, 14, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. For we have seen the glory of the, of the, one, the, only, the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. See, God is truth. And when he sent his Son into the world, Jesus Christ, he was God still, so he was the truth. 
And the truth walked among us all this time. And um, like I said, he sent, when he died and went to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit down, which is the spirit of truth, to teach us and to help us and guide us. Um, I got, okay. And John eight thirty one and 32. To the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That is so true. Like I talked about earlier, the uh, we can be bound up. We can be in uh, uh, shackles. We can be just all bound up because of the lies of the enemy, like I said. And, and you can hear the truth, and the truth is made to set you free. Jesus is the truth, so Jesus will set you free in your life. And uh, um, it's just... It's just so much in here that I could have done. I didn't want to just keep adding on to this. I figured like there's a time to stop here on that. Then my thought turns to truth in America, truth in our society. We need truth in the White House. There are so many lies spewed in the White House. The people are so confused and people in general believe all the lies that's going on in the White House in all branches of government government. We need the truth. We need the truth spoken in every one of them. People need to know the truth. We, we're lied to so much, and it's uh, one reason we're down, and the economy is in the way it is, and, and people are scared and running around because they haven't received the truth because the enemy is trying to destroy us. As a Christian nation, he's trying to destroy this United States of America as a whole with, with no knowledge of the truth. They're hiding it from us. Tell us lies and lies and lies and lies. We even in our local governments, we need to have people that tells the truth. Senate, Congress, uh, every every branch that I can think of, we need to we need to find the truth. The people are tired of all the lies. People, are, you hear people talk and you see it on TV and and it's lie after lie after lying after lying, and it can get us down if we listen to that. So we need to stay focused on on Christ and stay focused on reading the truth in his word to um, not only balance that out, but to overpower the darkness that is being spoken and spewed out of the mouths of politicians, out of the mouths of uh, everybody, teachers in the schools. The lies that they're teaching our children is despicable. They're teaching of things that that are just truly against God. And, and it's time we put a stop to it. They need people needs to know the truth. Parents need to know the truth of the curriculum that is that is being taught in the schools. They don't know. They just just uh, take it for granted if it's being taught in the school. It's a good thing, but it's not. They're they're teaching different kinds of religions. Uh, there's a there's a, a word for what they're teaching now, Jason. I can't think of it. Uh, where race theory? What is it? Yes, say critical race theory. They're, they're teaching that was, and it's um, it's it's a terrible thing that they're doing to our kids, and parents need to be aware of it. And parents need to take more interest in what's being taught at school instead of the school being a way to get the kids out of the house where you can do what you want to do. I know that's kind of hard, but it's the truth. And um, we need truth in um, the pulpit, mainly in the pulpit. Because if you've got a preacher in a church that's trying to, it's not telling the truth, and he's just trying to appease you, 
trying to make you joyful and trying to make you clap and applaud and laugh all the time and not tell you the truth because if he speak, if he speak the truth, he might lose his congregation. That happens a lot. People preach like that. They're doing it for the money. They're not doing it because they have Jesus in their heart and want to see people saved in their life. They want to see people have good, sound, quality life in Christ. They're doing it for themselves. It's all about me, 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 me. And I know in this church, we've got men in this church and leaders. If, if I get up here and I start lying to you, I want Jason to come up here since he's the only elder here today and about a belt. I want to lead me to the door, Jason. Until, you, until I get straightened out, until I repent and come true, okay? That's why we've we got to have it in churches. People allow it because they like the music. All, all music and worship is awesome in this church. But if, if the worship leader got up and started telling a couple of lies before he started worshiping, I'd kick him out the door. I would. I'd kick him out the door. We have to remain faithful to God behind the pulpit. It's a, it's, it's a sacred place to be. I'd never take this for granted when I step up here. If I don't come up here prayed up, I'm not doing you right. If I don't research what I'm preaching, I'm not doing right by you. A preacher has to give it everything that he's got and put everything that he's got into his message. It's not always easy. But the calling, is, the calling of being a preacher was not a, uh, a calling to make you full of joy and just for everything to go right in your ministry. It's to be tough sometimes. It's to be firm sometimes. It's to, it's to repent sometimes. It's to acknowledge that you're human sometimes. Because we just have to stay honest and be truthful as preachers of the Word of God. That's what we've got to do. Truth. Truth. Lies. Truth. Which way do you want to live your life? Who do you want to associate with in your life? People that are honest, that love God and love truth, or do you want to uh, spend your life with friends that are sinners? alcoholics that lie tell dirty jokes don't want to have nothing to do with christ make fun of you when because you are a christian i want to be a friend of the truth a friend of jesus a friend of god i know this was a short message but i wanted to just make a point is what god told me today i could have spent more time looking up stuff just to say but I don't want to get up here and say something just to be saying it to fill time when the Lord says that's enough that's enough so Tracy if you want to if y'all want to come on up I'll get out of the way here in just a second so I, I feel better and I've got this off off my chest yes. it's been burning a hole in me yes. when I think about the lack of truth in our nation and how it's destroying our nation. It hurts. Sometimes the truth hurts. But sometimes we have to be hurt, Ariel, by the truth to set us free and to 
to get our mind on straight and to turn back to God. Sometimes we have to tell people the truth. If I have to come up and tell you the truth that you're doing something bad, it's out of love. I would never come up and, and uh, get, in your, get in your face about something that uh, wasn't out of love. You know, that's, that's why we are in this church. And uh, um, I just love you. And I thank you guys for um, listening to me. And, uh, and I hope that you hope you receive this message. And I don't know if anybody is on line for this message or not. But, uh, you know, it's uh, what was it the Lord told us that night? A truth moment. That's what I've been praying for. It's for a truth movement in the United States of America. If I could, I would go to every church behind every pulpit and pray for a truth movement. So if you would join me in praying that, send it to people that you know that we need a truth movement in the United States of America, and we need it now. Because the more people learn the truth, praying for the truth I believe it can really make a change in our country I really do think truth if we see a truth movement a true truth movement in God based God singered activity will help this country so I'm going to uh, sit down we'll worship a little bit and uh, thank you Tracy amen such an authenticity that I just really appreciate from Kevin. Uh, I asked his uh, permission if I could share something in closing that I believe the Lord was reminding me of while he was speaking. Um, when Jesus speaks about Satan, there's only one thing that he ever says that Satan was the father of. And nothing else. He calls them or some other lower term for everything else but there's one thing he says Satan was the father of Satan's the father of lies that is the foundation of Satan's work is lies so on a personal level if we find ourselves saying something about somebody like Kevin was talking about if we're if we lie about someone or we mis even mischaracterize someone or say something, yes, we might have bad feelings towards them, but we're saying, we're starting to twist the truth about that person, we can't be doing the right thing. Because we're doing that, that's how Satan works. Satan's the father of lies. So we need to guard ourselves about what we say about each other. And we need to guard ourselves to what we think of ourselves. Pride is lying to yourself, thinking you're better than you are. Lust is an attempt to fill a desire with something that's false. You know, all, all sin is based on lies. So we just need, we gotta guard ourselves how we look at one another and how we look at ourselves and what and what we say about that. That's the that's Satan's work. This foundation is based on lies.
Uh, I'll go ahead and dismiss us in a word of prayer, but I, I, wouldn't, I don't want anybody to be in a hurry to uh, leave the presence of the Lord. Keep, keep letting the Holy Spirit work on this, uh, this word. Father, thank you so much for such a, such a genuine, timely word for Keithan. Pray, Lord, that you speak to all of our hearts, not, not just today, but throughout the week. Holy Spirit, bring this back to our remembrance when we need to remember it. And Lord, we ask your blessing on this congregation and this, uh, this church family. Thank you so much for it. In Jesus' name, amen.